Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Eagles Live podcast. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro with you as the Eagles break for five weeks, returning to the Novacare Complex on July 25th for the start of the 2018 training camp. Now, between now and then, a lot of questions will be asked. A lot of preparations made, Eagles defending Super Bowl champions, rings on fingers, and that is a lot of responsibility. All in all, an excellent spring. And in this Eagles Live podcast, we'll talk to a couple of players coming back from injury. We'll talk to the longest of the long shots on the roster. We'll hear from Doug Peterson, and we'll hear from special teams coordinator Dave Phipp, who has to navigate through some new kickoff and kickoff return rules for this 2018 season. So a lot to get to here. We will come your way throughout this five-week break between now and training camp. So the Eagles wrapping up their three-day mandatory minicamp on Thursday at the Novacare Complex. A really good three days for young players to get additional reps, for some injured players to get back into the flow of things, and for the veterans to knock off the rust. And just to kind of wrap things up in what has been an extremely productive spring for the Eagles. One injury of note, Paul Worlow lost for the season. Linebacker expected to come in here and provide depth and perhaps challenge for some playing time at the weak side linebacker position goes down his season over with a torn anterior cruciate ligament. Otherwise, two thumbs up all the way around for the Eagles who, as you watch them on the practice field, loaded with competition, talent, depth, should be a great training camp ahead. Let's go first to head coach Doug Peterson asked about this three-day camp and what he thinks the Eagles have accomplished, the players coming back on the short offseason, what this spring has been like for the 2018 Eagles. Well, it's different from the standpoint that, you know, obviously you're coming off a long season, a championship season, and exciting, you know, to be around the team, around the guys. The other thing about it is the guys have really handled it extremely well from the participation, you know, and to have everybody at one time or another be here, you know, in the offseason and now have everybody here this week. It just shows the commitment the guys have. They understand, you know, what we did last year. Uh, we get a chance to celebrate that again. It's going to be exciting to be around that team again, but at the same time, you know, I want them to remember, but we all also are moving forward. We're moving towards 2018. I really think they've handled this offseason with minimal distractions extremely well. Of course, the big question for everyone is number 11, Carson Wentz, and his return from a knee injury. Wentz, by the end of this minicamp, able to go through seven-on-seven drills, look great on the field, will continue his rehab in the five weeks break, stay in Philadelphia, and we'll find out when he's ready to go. No timetable specifically, but Wentz very confident where he is physically, mentally, in this Eagles offense as well. Let's hear a little one-on-one time with quarterback Carson Wentz. It always has amazed me from the day you got here how you've handled the media. Did you have media training when you were in college? Uh, we had media. Okay. You know, we had local media in Fargo. Believe it or not, I believe it. pretty big support, at least for back there, and you just get used to it. And you get comfortable with who you are. and doesn't bother you, you don't does worry it? worry about it too Do you enjoy yeah. it? I don't mind it. Okay. Do you have a sense, Carson, of the team at this point? I know it's June. What you've got coming together here? Yeah, I mean, you can tell the culture is still the same. You know, it's a special culture that we've talked a lot about now. And that hasn't changed. You know, coaching the leadership, it hasn't changed. Uh, bringing in a handful of free agents, the younger guys, rookies, and it just seems like everyone's bought in. You know, everyone's already bought in and just wants to keep getting better and keep getting this team better. And I'm excited to see kind of how this unfolds throughout, you know, training camp this summer. And then once we get into the season, I look forward to just being with these guys. And again, the camaraderie that we have and that we share is really special. Who is winning in the big challenge games that you guys play? Who are the studs in these events? Nate Gary has been the guy that keeps winning the t-shirts and all the competitions in the weight room. He's just a meathead though. <laughs> <laughs> has he in fact had a chance to DJ in the weight room? 
That's a good question. I mean, that's I gotta say, what question. kind of music does Nate Gary listen to? <laughs> those are good questions. Well, look up, look that up. Oh, I'll have to talk to him. Gotta ask you the question. How do you feel? How's it coming along? Yeah, it feels good. You know, I'm doing a little more every day, getting involved a little bit more in practice. Uh, I'm doing more just off to the side as well with the trainers, and so I feel good, feel confident with where I'm at. Just gotta keep saying, of course. The question is normally asked, what's been the most difficult part of this? But I'm gonna ask it this way: What's been the most gratifying? part of accepting and defeating the challenge. It was unfortunate, obviously, to have to watch, but seeing it from a different lens. It was a struggle just knowing you weren't on the field, but it was gratifying just seeing it from a new perspective, perspective that you never get to see as a player. You know, you almost got to see it from a coach's perspective, from just an outsider at times. I mean that in a good way, just to kind of see the guys. In the middle of the game, you're just so caught up in the game, but when you're not playing, you can kind of just see guys, the highs and the lows and their emotions, and just getting to see it from a different perspective and just seeing the guys succeed the way they did was gratifying without a doubt. Has that helped you in the way you've watched film or maybe seen things now that perhaps you wouldn't have seen before? Maybe a little bit. I think I've had more time, you know, just being around here more in the offseason doing rehab and everything. I got a chance to spend more time in the film room and just really dissect, you know, my game, our offense, just things we can keep getting better on. And I think that's helped us already this spring and just, you know, the dialogue throughout with coaches this spring has been really good and just making this team better, making this offense better. What will you do in the five weeks before training camp begins? Kind of the same thing I've been. You know, just keep, keep rehabbing. Yep, I'll be around here. Keep rehabbing and just keep working, you know, on the field, off the field, doing all of those things and hopefully come training camp. Again, kind of that same plan. Just keep building, keep building. Is this offense to the fans, Carson, going to look any different? I don't think so. You know, I think um, the kind of the same explosive, sometimes up-tempo, those things, the big plays, hopefully will still be there. We believe we have some really big play guys. You know, the run-pass options that were kind of big last year, just continually growing and evolving with those. And um, Coach has been the same. He's been pretty rock solid. You know, little intricacies and little things here and there, but uh, overall, I think we'll look similar out there. What have you seen from Coach Doug over the last three years? He's grown up. He's the Super Bowl champion now. He's There's a lot of growth there. Coach is awesome. Uh, my favorite thing about him, just with the success and everything, is he hasn't changed. Yes, he's grown as a coach and, and everything, but with his personality, like nothing's changed. He's still the same guy, Super Bowl winning coach, all those things, the amazing year he had. He's still the same. He's still the same down to earth guy and just wants to keep getting better every day and, you know, God willing, be at that level, you know, year after year. So the message here is that Carson Wentz is making great progress. Stud on the field. I want to talk a little bit about off the field and some of the things that you've got going on. First, the softball game that you had at Citizens Bank Park. Great success for your foundation and the relationship with the fans in Philadelphia really growing isn't it yeah it was awesome kind of a perfectionist sometimes so i was a little stressed just making sure all the eyes were dotted t's were crossed going into that week but uh, the game was unbelievable the fan support my teammates had a blast out there that was really fun for me best to see player. best player jake elliott okay uh, wow, jake he's elliott. Like the best athlete in the world he isn't might, he <laughs> he's sneaky he'll sneak up on anybody but just that camaraderie we had the fan engagement and then obviously being able to raise the money that we did was just extremely humbling and really cool to see and obviously it was just the first year for that game and i think the plan is to do that every year. There is goodness in this world. He's our quarterback. We love him, Carson Wentz. Make sure you go to the Audience of One Foundation website for more information where you can find Carson on and off the field. Carson, thanks so much. Have a great rest of the offseason. And then another player coming off an injury, remarkably playing in the Super Bowl with a high ankle sprain, obviously making that huge play at the end of the game, stripping Tom Brady, forcing a fumble that Derek Barnett recovered, and that the Eagles offense turned into three points. Actually, the special teams turned them into three points. Kind of a way the season went, defense, offense, special teams. Anyway, Brandon Graham did not participate after taking time off, had surgery on the ankle to clean things out, had some time to speak with Brandon at his locker. Getting ready for 2018, Brandon. Tell us you're playing September 6th against Atlanta.
Well, we feeling good. For me, I've just been, um, you know, trying to lead just by, you know, just showing them boys and talking to them, you know, leading the rookies right now, you know, talking to them and bringing me back to where I used to be when I was a rookie, you know, kind of giving them an edge and just rehabbing the best I can right now so that I can get back and be with those boys out on the field. Confident that when September rolls around, you'll be out there? Oh, yeah. I'm not worried about that at all. I know right now everything's ahead of schedule. Just got to go out there, get myself in shape once uh, I'm able to get off my crutches. What has the offseason been like for you with the injury and then also with the post-Super Bowl feeling, the celebration, the wonderful moments? Injury right now. I mean, the wife been taking care of the load at the house. You know, I really couldn't move as much. I help now, now that I can walk on my crutches. I can't put full weight on it, but it's partial weight. I could do full weight, but, you know, I'm taking it slow because he told me, you know, it's tricky. With these ankles, you got to make sure that you stay off of it, let everything heal. Even though you feel good sometimes, if it's not the right time, table, you know, like right now, it's only halfway six weeks it's a 12-week injury so for me I just gotta just hold my horses you know and uh, not try to get ahead of myself me being here during the offseason now I mean it's been the best how has it been you still feeling the glow of the Super Bowl Brandon I mean I know it's transitioned to 2018 but it's still a great feeling you know I'm enjoying it all the way up till training camp you know because if you don't hey this is our first one we got to enjoy it as long as we can I mean I'm always talk about it but my mindset it has changed to where when training camp come everything it will change, you know, and I'll be focused on the season. But right now, I'm enjoy. Hey, we the champions. Until then, when training camp come, I'm just keep enjoying it. What the Eagles have done with the D-line, continuing to add Halode and Michael. Your thoughts on potentially what kind of group you have up there? I think we got a bunch of vets that's been there that knows what it takes. I mean, Halode won a championship. Michael Bennett, who won the championship. I mean, you don't have to get those guys going. You know what they can do. You know, it's all about them just going out and executing and practice and letting them know that they still got a lot in the tank. I'm just curious to see how we all look when we all out there together. Ring, get that nice ring on on your finger, you're never going to have to pay for another meal in Philadelphia. You know that, right? Hey, that holds true. I mean, right now, I haven't. It's definitely one of those things where I want to do it again just so that, uh, you know, we can continue to keep this city happy. I mean, you know, it's been a great couple months already, you know, after the Super Bowl and seeing people happy and hearing about how, like, even my Uber drivers that I be having, man, thank y'all for winning because people get in my car be so happy, man, because people used to be so mad and now it's like, you know, the whole city, it was like a breath of fresh air for everybody, so we just trying to keep that going last one is it tough to get that hunger back brandon it is if you allow things to slip that we didn't let slip, you know, last year because we know what it took to get there. Practice makes perfect, and that held true with the team that we had last year. Everybody came to play every day and practice, made it fun, always talking about what dance we're going to do, what this we're going to do. So we're going to try to keep that going since we got the core group of guys that's still here from um, last year. We didn't lose too many guys, but we just got to get people up to speed that wasn't a part of it last year so that they can know the culture around here. Thanks, man. Get on the field soon, all right? We miss you. Oh, yeah, miss y'all too. This is Carson Wentz of the Philadelphia Eagles. When you've got a quarterback, you've got a chance. The Eagles have a quarterback. Oh, do they ever. And you're listening to the Eagles Live podcast with Dave Spadaro. This camp, this spring, this football team, not just about the veterans and the starters. It's about a 90-man roster competing. And within that, there are many great stories, none that are greater than the longest odds player here. Tim Wilson from Radnor, Pennsylvania, East Stroudsburg University, a wide receiver invited to the Eagles' post-draft rookie camp. It was a tryout for Wilson, who received a contract from the Eagles. He's still here. He's still excited. And while the glow has kind of worn off, 
from this lifetime, Eagles fan, Wilson vying to make the roster, impress the coaches every day at the wide receiver position. Here is the long shot of this camp, Tim Wilson. So, Tim, I, I got to believe that the thrill of the contract wore off about two seconds. How have your emotions been up and down since that camp? It's been up, honestly. Like, i just been trying to take it day by day and bring the energy every day, bring the same energy I brought during rookie minicamp. And honestly, I feel like they like what they saw, so I'm trying to, you know, continue to do what I did, making plays and learning the playbook and eliminate the mistakes. How have you done in terms of just going back into the classroom and getting evaluated? Are you where you want to be? Not with the playbook right now. Like, honestly, like, physically and, and like, athletically, like, my ability I am, like, I know I can play with these guys. Like, I've been out here for a few weeks now, and I know I can do it. It's just the playbook will allow me to play faster. So I'm studying that every day. And, uh, uh, honestly, it's a battle, but I think I'm doing pretty good. That level of confidence, how much is a jump since that rookie camp? Once you're out here with the veterans, it's kind of like you're not a fan no more. You know, like I was an Eagles fan before, but it's like you're not a fan no more. Like you're part of them. You got to have that same swagger and bring that confidence. Like they just won the Super Bowl, and you know, I, I got to try to compete and play at the same level. Was there a welcome to the NFL moment for you? Not yet. We ain't put the pads on, so I haven't really had that physical uh, welcome to the NFL contact or hit yet. But other than that, not really. How about the level of precision that you need at this level? I mean, it must be really eye-opening. You got to be perfect. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you got to eliminate the mistakes, you know, and I learned that quick. You can't make the same mistake twice, and you just got to keep on learning from the mistakes that you do make if you do make them. You just got to compete every day. At this point, it's not a 40-yard dash. It's not a vertical. It's just compete. It's going to be a dogfight every day. The key to competing at a high level every day is what? It's intensity. You got to bring that energy every day, and if there's no down day, you got to bring that energy and just compete. Is it more physical or mental in terms of just being a drain on a day-to-day basis? I think it's more mental. Physically, like, everything's here. The trainers are great. You know, you have the cold tub, hot tub, and all the stuff that you need. So physically, I feel like it's been fine. Just mentally, is knowing those plays and formations and where you line up and stuff like that. For fans who don't understand, Tim, how much more complex is it than the college game? Everything, the speed, the play call, where you line up. It's a big transition, but honestly, like, if you keep your mind to it and keep going, you'll be all right. Uh, and then how about catching passes at a higher velocity? The football, I guess, is much more where it's supposed to be on a regular basis. Yeah, I mean, the passes have been beautiful. You know, I couldn't ask for a better pass to catch. College was completely different. The quarterbacks here are just, they're great. They throw the ball where it needs to be, and it's my job is just to catch the ball. Your goal these final couple of days here and then five weeks between now and training camp, what do you want to accomplish? I want to accomplish learning all of my position, which is the slot position, just learning my plays, the run plays, the pass plays, where my alignments, where I need to line up, and just all of the routes and just dominating my position before I try to get the entire playbook down. This year, some very new rules on kickoffs and kickoff returns in the NFL, all designed to enhance player safety. Well, how much does it change the game? Well, we'll hear from Eagles special teams coordinator Dave Phipp talking about just that. A little update on the new rules and the state of the Eagles special teams. Dave, the new rules on kickoffs, your perspective on it, how significant are the changes? Changes are definitely significant. I think at the end of the day, the league's got to be commended. They've done a great job over the last handful of years of trying to make the game safer. It's an ongoing process, obviously, this offseason, really working with the kickoff and kickoff return. There's definitely some changes that we're going to have to adapt to. I think all 32 special teams coaches right now are kind of working through those things. For us personally, just throwing a lot of ideas out there in the offseason, working against a bunch of different looks, and then kind of taking the summer, that next four or five weeks where no play 
players are around to kind of assess where we're at, what we like the most, and then kind of come up with our final plan going into the season. For the fans who are not as familiar with the rules, can you kind of explain it in layman's terms what's different on the kickoff? Yeah, I think the bottom line, what is different, is they've forced teams to put eight guys closer to where the ball is being kicked from. So now eight guys have to be outside of their own 40-yard line on the return team side. What that has done is that forces a couple more players to probably be smaller body types because now they have to sprint back and flip around and go block somebody. Now there's only three guys deep on the return side, which forces those three players to cover the field, which in essence has taken out some of those bigger bodies also. So you can't really put those O-linemen back there like some teams were doing. And one of the biggest challenges was when a real big guy hit a smaller guy and that ended up leading into some of those head injuries. So that's really, I think, going to help take those things out of the game. It's going to be, I think, a faster play. I think there's going to be more action. The other thing that they've done is now for the kickoff team, they've forced them to put their foot on the 34-yard line, kicking off of the 35, so they're a yard away. They really have no running start. So now that kick cover team is going to be a little bit slower down the field, not quite as far down the field. It's going to give the return team a little more space back there. should be interesting. So I imagine from your standpoint, point is the challenge is finding the right combination both in coverage and in the return game you want more speed but you also want to be stout yeah no doubt about that and then speaking of being stout in the back end they do not allow any more wedges or double team blocks with those three players that are lined up inside their own 40 yard line so at the end of the day i think it's going to be an exciting play i don't know for sure whether there'll be more returns or less i think kind of time will tell on that Um, i think we all have opinions but at the end of the day we really don't know until we start playing these plays. So Dave, what's it like for you, I guess, going through all these experimental stage? This is something that you've never coached, this style, this formation. How do you approach it? Yeah, so it's fun. I think uh, what we've decided to do is just run a million different things. So each week we've installed three or four different returns, and then we go out to the practice field, we run them against each other, see what we like, didn't like, take notes on that, and then come up with three or four other ideas for the next week, run those, and then again, we'll go back through all those things, and there's parts that we like in all of them. We just learn more and more things the more we do it. How do you feel about the kickoff as a sports fan, a football fan, and a football coach? Well, obviously I'm biased. I coach special teams but I would say every game started with a kickoff you know so it's hard to say like when we talk about the game of football we say you know what time is kickoff and it's like well I mean that's the start of the game you know it signifies the start of the game so for me personally obviously it would be hard to see that removed from the game at the end of the day, I would also say having an invested interest in the game of football in general and these players, whatever makes this game as safe as it can be, I fully support. And if that means at some point taking it out because we can't figure out a way to make it safer, then I'm all on board with that. Obviously, selfishly, I want the play to still be there. I love coaching it. I think it's an exciting play to play on both sides of it. But uh, at the end of the day, it comes down to safety. So the way it's always worked, Dave, you really don't know who you're working with until the very end of the summer. This This adds to that complexity. I imagine those first couple of weeks of the season are going to be a lot of search and discover and learn about the right personnel to put on the field. Yeah, there's no question about that. That's always how it works for a special teams coach, but with this stuff going on, it just adds more moving parts. I would also say that not only will we be searching for some answers in those areas, but we'll also be watching all 31 other teams and what their ideas and what they're doing, and then kind of put everything together and come up with our final plan. A couple of notes not related to that, Darren 
Sproles is back. Your reaction to having him for 2018? Yeah, obviously love it. I think everybody knows how I feel about Darren Sproles. I mean, he's one of the truly great punt returners this game's had. He's as good of a person, if not even better. I mean, he's a phenomenal person. He's a great worker. He's a great leader. He's a great example for young players. I love him to death. So I'm obviously thrilled to have him back, but I'm also excited about we've got a bunch of young guys and a bunch of competitive positions on this roster right now that I'm really excited about. At the punter position, Dave, Cameron Johnson back. Can you talk about his progress both as a punter and as a holder? Yeah, super excited about Cam. Obviously, anytime you're trying to replace a player like Donnie Jones, really difficult task to do, but definitely excited about Cam. Thought he had a great preseason a year ago. Really worked hard throughout the course of the season. That was evident when he came back here with us now in this offseason. Done a great job. At the end of the day, Cam knows that it's a competitive situation. Just like all these players know, there may not be another player here right now, but we're obviously looking at every single punter that's out there. Some teams have two right now. And at the end of the day, we're going to make the best decision for the Philadelphia Eagles. But thrilled to death about Cam. think he's really come a long ways, and I think he's got a chance to be a really good player. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. And that will do it for this Eagles Live podcast. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro with you. Thanks to Brian Thomas for putting everything together. Thanks to you for tuning in every week. Make sure you're with us throughout this five-week period as we count down to training camp 2018. Thanks so much, everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles day and fly, Eagles fly. E-A-T-L-E!